0: to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donny Capri from the time I went to Italy, a.k.a. Dan Black, the modern-day ha Yeah, coming at you like Cleopatra Gobba, gobble, wee, gobble, wee Yeah, 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 baby, baby The girl is mine and uh, damn, uh, she's fine Uh, Hey, we're coming at you from our real Fugazi setup Uh, This week, like we said last week We're not going to be in studio And we're recording from my house yeah, so hey, I apologize if the audio's not as good as it normally is. Um, not to mention that this is the second time I will be recording this episode. Nasty Newman came over and we recorded an episode with my brother, Neil Black, who's still in town. Butchie, what's up? Hey now, Gabby. <laughs> He's still here. And that episode is all messed up. I don't know why. All I did was restart my computer, and now it's working. Uh, but for you, for the fans, for the jabroniacs out there, I didn't want to n- skip an episode. I easily could have released an episode with poor audio quality. Uh-uh. It's not going to happen. Uh-uh. Stonehold. Uh-uh. No, I'm not going to do that. No, what I am, I'm going to record for you guys. Now, halt, look, Butchie here is just going to try to recreate some of Newman's opinions from the secret episode, <laughs> and, you know, hit me up if you want the recording of the secret episode. <laughs> you can have it, knowing that the audio is bad. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into all the same topics. We'll go through the notes and maybe we'll re- re- refine it. You know what I mean? Who knows? You never yeah. know. You know? Hey, remember, you can cash in on this show. Get your opinion on the show. Leave us a voicemail, and your voicemail will be played on this show. You can cash in at three one six. We don't have the soundboard this week, you know, 530-2429-316, 530-2429, nice, I got the number from memory, Uh, and also from the joke when we recorded the first time where I couldn't remember the number, but now I do, so it's way less... Good (laughs) (laughs) Anyway uh, Last thing I'll say before we get into all the hot Hot wrestling action baby baby Coming at you gobble we. Hey just a reminder that Starting January 1st Our Patreon will be up and that will get you Access to awesome bonus Episodes of this show That we are planning out that I'm very Excited about and also T-shirts will be available merch We will now be the hounds of merch Who have merch Starting January 1st, so check that out. Gives you a cool opportunity to support the show, which I would appreciate. Um, Cool. And remember, if you can't support the show, like I said last week, word of mouth is is the cost of this podcast. Recommend this podcast to a friend, to someone you know who used to like wrestling, someone who likes wrestling, someone who's looking for a marquee atmosphere to have fun with wrestling and not necessarily beat it to death. Even though sometimes we do that, cowboy. Anyway, okay, let's get into it. So, all right, first thing that we got to discuss that we what we already discussed in depth is the female royal rumble match that is going to happen. Now, this is great. This is awesome. This has to happen. I'm really excited about it. I know on our Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, join it if you want to talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Uh, There was was some negative thoughts about it that oddly I understood. Not negative thoughts. That was too harsh. But saying um, people were like, they didn't know how to feel. And I think I understand where that comes from. It comes from uh, the sacredness of the Royal Rumble. Like, it's, it's, such a, it's, it's, it's such an institution, the Royal Rumble, that it's like, there's the Rumble match. And then we start adding another Rumble. There's like a dilution element to it where it's like, oh, now there's two Rumbles. It starts making it feel just more like, you know, some Battle Royales or like a WCW. But you know what? I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is a great thing. This is an obvious thing. Women... Wrestlers deserve their own Royal Rumble. Imagine if you were a female Superstar and you didn't get to be part of the Rumble. I mean, we all love the Rumble. That would, you know, that's like someone like Sasha Banks deserves to be in a Royal Rumble.
1: Yeah, I think the obvious, it, it, the obvious aspect is what hits home for me. This feels like an obvious thing to do. I'm excited for it. I don't think it's going to dilute the Royal Rumble. It's not like you get the Royal the Royal Rumble all the time. And also, two ice cream cones is always more enjoyable than one. So there you go. That's true. Sure. Ice cream cones are a great way to make metaphors. Now look, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, and not to say that there's any hot takes on
0: it. I just, I, I don't think. I just think, um, yeah, I think for me, more it always hits the whole thing is like Stephanie comes out. And the whole thing feels it's like obviously that women should have a Royal Rumble match. And it's like it's not like we live in an era where like women can't vote or something like this is like, yeah, let's do it. Like the celebration of it is just it's tiring. It's like, hey, women, I think announcing it in like more of a less of a dramatic emotional way is like the way to go it's like it should be more like yeah of course we do that and I guess that's how I felt about the Abu Dhabi match it seems to be how I feel again I would love to hear someone negate that opinion obviously I'm a white heterosexual male and a liberal elite bro, elite coastal elite coastal elite um, and uh, so uh, you know uh, so
1: I, I obviously have my biased point of view on things so I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I yeah. think the format's going to translate tremendously to the women athletes they have. Yeah, I'm I'm legitimately excited to see it. I really am. I think also you think about the um, some of the some of the eliminations in
0: this world. Rumble are going to be like devastating. <laughs> They're going to be like a very high fall, yeah. um, um, uh, which I think you know could lead to some cool spots. I think uh, um, it also leads to a nice spot for Nia Jax. To she Like, now she gets to fill in that Kane role, which we talked about on the first
1: hidden— The secret recording. <laughs> <laughs> the secret recording. Uh, uh, okay. I'll give you guys a hint. We don't like Kane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a preview. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to be
0: awesome. I'm really excited for it. Uh, also, what I was—the argument I was making on the last podcast— about what makes me really excited about a woman's rumble and not just the possibility of James Ellsworth winning, uh, which would be the biggest troll move of all time. If James Ellsworth came in and won it, uh, the biggest fuck you. Um, yeah. Anyway, James Ellsworth, I still think they should bring him back. Give him the last diva. His gimmick should be the last diva and he should have the butterfly belt. It would be great. Anyway, what I like is that I feel like in the women's division and f- is that there hasn't been a great feud. Now, you can argue this Charlotte, in a long time, the Charlotte-Sasha thing was the best, was like, you know, uh, pretty epic. And I agree. They had the uh, uh, Hell in the Cell match. That was awesome. They had a great back and forth, bopping the titles back and forth. But their feud was what? Like, I never felt the fire between them. They actually felt more like friends. And we know they're really close friends. They're part of the Four Horsewomen. Like, we know they're really close. And that it felt more like it was like, oh, these two are going to have like really cool matches. But there was no like heat between them. You know, and I think maybe the Rumble can help with that. We can get a match that we know is far enough out where we can really dig our heels into a a, a feud that's coming up. I think that could be really cool, and I think the other aspect is who I think will win the Female Rumble, which my prediction is. Butch, see if you can guess. Use your psychic powers to see if you can guess who I think's gonna win the Women's Rumble.
1: Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna take a a page out of Newman's book and Say Paige.
0: Oh my God. How did he guess? It's There's almost a- like there was a secret recording before <laughs> this that didn't work out. Uh, yeah, I think Paige will win. I think she's the best choice to win uh, because I think it's a great way to reestablish her. And uh, also because I think Paige uh, brings awesome heat. Like, I think Paige could fume anyone. And I know Alexa Bliss is technically a heel. But well, I think when Paige is there, like, everyone's a face. Well, yeah. We've already seen it. Absolution's come in, and Alexa Bliss is just with the mob attacking Absolution. So to me, it's like, yeah, you could do Sasha Banks, but we knew that Alexa Bliss, that didn't work out. To me, it's Paige. It's just like, yeah, pa- I could see Paige. Making a feud where you, like, are pretty invested in it. The other dark horse, that's not a dark horse, really. Nikki Bella. I'm not saying I wanted to win or anything, although Newman was pretty
1: salty on the Bellas. He went, he went he, you know, he got really swampy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, You know, I'll do my impression. Yeah. All right, now just imagine I have a thicker beard than I do now, right? Yeah. Just for a little visual. All right, hey, so I'm just going to troll on the Bellas. <laughs> Bellas, Bellas, troll, troll, troll. I'm Newman. <laughs> do you remember any of the actual specifics? I have no idea. He was like, with your $40 T-shirts. Oh, that's right. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's I right. Was yeah, like, yeah, but like, you, you guys live in LA. There's yeah. plenty of people wearing $80 T-shirts. First off, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. I got $40 T-shirts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have actually, I have a T-shirt. That, I have an $80 T-shirt. Uh, but I, it was, I was given to, a, it was a present that was given to me, but... It was eighty. It was eighty dollars, um, and uh, it's kind of annoying to wear an eighty-dollar t-shirt. Actually, because like you're always worried you're get like a little yeah. oil on it. That's a lot yeah. of responsibility for a t-shirt. Yeah, I don't want that. It's like no. oh, yeah, it's like a title or something. I don't. I, you know. Anyway, so anyway, Newman was really healing off about the Bellas, and I had to give him some shit in the secret recording. I had to give him shit about. Uh, I was like, yo, you, you're coming off too mean, okay? We're trying to get new listeners, <laughs> <laughs> right? What we, we were we
1: talking about We came off really mean? No, no that was He
0: was like, oh, you idiot wrestling I fans. I was we like, were... yo,
1: you're acting swampy. That was when we were talking about Ziggler, I think. Yeah, and I was asking why would someone not like Ziggler? He, we were... We were Exchanging good opinions about Ziggs in the secret recording. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's great
0: podcasting when you're talking about an episode that no <laughs> one's ever heard. It's great. All right. Anyway. Um. Okay. So yeah. I mean, the w- Women's Rumble will be dope. I'm pretty excited for it. Also. Um. <laughs> I love rumbles. I think they'll probably do a 21 rumb- women, women Rumble. There's enough women and to have a great rumble with both rosters. I mean, my complaint is always that there's not enough women for two title belts. I stick by that. But for a successful rumble, awesome. It's a great way to get some good writing in there and make, you know, uh, get some, uh, get some traction on some feuds. Start them in the rumble. It's going to be exciting. Make it, maybe make a debut or two or maybe have, well, you know, probably Lita will show up. I imagine Trish will show up. I think, Maybe Mae Young's corpse might make an appearance. Who knows? Uh, who's actually, who is like the most crazy surprise entrance besides Ellsworth? Although I really think they should have Ellsworth come in and they should all beat the shit out of him. Though That actually would be cool. But he's released from the company. But they can pay him, what, 20 bucks to come back for the night? Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on. Butch, we're going to move on to, actually, the Ziggler thing. You mentioned it. Because, um, look, this this podcast has a Ziggler bias, which we know. Okay? We have a Ziggler-heavy bias. Ziggler won the United States Championship at Clash of Champions, which is a pay-per-view that we watched that we we enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was a pay-per-view people had very low expectations for, but those are always kind of like in wrestling when things get kind of cool. Uh, uh, they, they know when there's low expectations, and they like to – Make it fun. Um, I thought Gable was the star of the pay per view uh, in that in that that uh, what do you call it a fatal four way tag team championship match? I believe you would call it that or a tornado match, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I thought Gable uh, he shined the suplexes. Those high angle suplexes are ooh. So spicy. Mm. Anyway, love it. Okay, so in this pay per view, Ziggler won, which no one now, oh, gotta mention, I was the champion on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. Join if you wanna talk about wrestling at. Comedians Wrestling? Four. four in the morning. Okay. Someone's gotta start posting exactly at four in the morning, okay? Anyway, so uh, I've done it. <laughs> Uh, I won the prediction threat. I am the champion. I believe I'm and I believe tiebreaker wise I won. But you guys could correct me. Uh, but that's the first time I've done it, uh, which is good as the host of this podcast. I should be winning those things every once in a while. Right. Like I, I know what I'm t- talking about, but I might be too Marky to guess.
1: Well, you know, in like fantasy sports podcasters, you know, sometimes they don't win their leagues. Yeah. So don't feel too bad.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know, the stock market where like a monkey guesses it the best or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You know that? Like,
1: I am a monkey. Yeah. So, anyway, basically, I'm saying I'm a monkey.
0: So, you people who don't believe in evolution, uh, the buck stops here. Anyway, the bucks, the young bucks, the young bucks stop here. Oh, no. Dennis has to go to the bathroom. Could more stuff go wrong tonight? All right. So, he's going to start barking, isn't he? Yeah. All right. Butch, you take him out. you gonna take him out? Sure. Dennis, the British Labradoodle. Check the gate first. Okay. Alright, Zig, cut this part out. Oh no, I forgot Zig, he's not oh Zig, is that is? He's he's off. Okay. He's not here. He's 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 celebrating. What is this? Christmas? I don't know. Anyway, I hate to be the Grinch over here, but wrestling still goes on. Anyway, so I'm the champion. Ziggler, none of us, the point was that none of us predicted Ziggler. Uh, that was, I don't think anyone, uh, when Newman was here, he said that uh, Tulo did, but I, I, I don't know. I didn't see that. I thought no one chose uh, Ziggler. No one expected it, and that is what's cool about it. It is cool that Ziggler... Is always a threat He said that when he was here When he's here he's like hey If you go back and listen to the episode where Dolph Ziggler was in studio um, Ziggler said It's I I'm old. He said How many guys you think have a loss Has many losses that I do And can pop up and still be a threat Or still have a, a title match And it is true It is a really unique cool spot That he is in Um Because he's also credible. Like, you compare him to someone like Kane. Like, we know Kane's not going to win that belt. But Ziggler, there's always a glimmer. Like, you can always get worked with Ziggler. He is in a unique zone there. Um, I think this is awesome. Uh, I'm not sure where they're going with him leaving the belt and ring. We did just talk about that. Uh, But let's assume that, you know, he does something cool where he comes back with the Ziggler Heavyweight Championship. And he's like, I'm the best. None of you appreciate me. So I'm going to make my own title. And, And he's still there. My point is. He let's say he's still there competing, right? Think of all the awesome open challenge type matches Ziggler can have. Ziggler Gable, I mean, right? Like, uh, just it's gonna be a great title run of just great matches, which seems to be the sweet spot for the U.S. title, which is just have it be a bunch of good matches. Uh, So I hope. That's what they kind of do with it. They use it as things. We can see Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin. I mean, Ziggler... I'm trying to think who's on SmackDown. I mean, even Ziggler, Zane. We can see Ziggler... I mean, just like, let's see all those matches and have a title on the line every time. That'd be awesome. It'd be a great way to build up Ziggler, have him beat all these guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Newman was mentioning that Ziggler's contract's up. I don't really get into contract stuff. Contract stuff that they don't mention is... um, too smarky for me i like uh not knowing but I, I think he was like yeah well they people think he's gonna leave and that's maybe why he left the belt in the ring I, I you know i i don't i actually don't know i saw an article about it i think they're trying to keep him you know i always think we get worked with ziggler i think it's i think that they like that like people think he's uh that people think he's like, he's on the outs all the time. I don't know. He's never talked to me about this. You know as much as I do from listening to the interview I did with him. I asked him pretty direct questions about this stuff. Did you, Dennis went to the bathroom? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a sweet spot for Ziggler. I mean, Butch, you're a casual wrestling fan. We casual talked about fan. this. But I'm saying, what do you we were watching SmackDown together, and Ziggler
1: came on the screen, and what did you say? He embodies a wrestler to me. He's handsome, he's got the moves in the ring. I just like everything about him in terms of a wrestler. I don't fully understand why someone would not like him. Maybe, maybe he's a little too pretentious looking. I don't really know. He's got cool hair, he's got a good bod. I don't know. I don't know why I don't know why you wouldn't like him.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I mean you also made a point that you didn't make just now you said that in an, in an era of of like guys like Kevin
1: Owens and stuff you you're, you can't even understand how a guy like is not they don't appreciate him yeah like everyone loves That's God, your Kevin comment. Owens Kevin Owens Kevin Owens like looks like the garbage man, like he looks like the guy who's like, you guys done with those that, that plate, like you know, like I'm gonna take that from you, and like Ziggler looks like you know the guy who like wins the game in high school, you know, like I don't understand, I don't understand how Look, he's not over. I think, I think that's what people, time. I
0: think that's probably what you just asked people what people don't like about him is like you know, he's a guy who's had like it's what it's what Arlen's complaint with Roman Reigns is he's like he looks like a guy who's like just had it too easy, like he's a mm. guy who like he won the Championship. Like he he was cool in high school. He was a cool and he's never had Roman Reigns? Yeah.
1: Mm, that's all about that's that. That's what Arlen said. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. I'm a, I don't know why I would quote Arlen. Um but, but uh, the other thing, Ziggler, he also I said, I said this before. He really remind he reminds me of an older era of uh era of a uh, wrestler from when we were growing up. You know, I was saying I compared him to, to like uh, Razor Ramon, you know, like a guy with like without too much of a gimmick. Like his gimmick is he's just a wrestler. Wrestler,
0: yeah. Well, I said that to Ziegler's face. I said, "Your gimmick." It, would it be fair to say your gimmick is that you're a professional wrestler? He was definitely flustered by that. I remember in the moment I said that to him here. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe that was a jerk thing. Although he takes everything pretty well. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I, I mean, to me, what I thought was really effective. I thought the promo was great. What I thought was really effective about that promo. Um, and I haven't been that hot on a, on, on a lot of his promos. He's done here just so I'm not just a full Ziggler mark, although I do have a full bias. There were ones I didn't dig. He's had a lot of good ones, in, you know, in, in, in re- recently. But that one in particular, reminding everyone through even the videos, spe- especially through the videos, of who he is and all he's accomplished, it's pretty effective, you know? Uh, and being like, you don't appreciate me. It's like, yeah, it works. I say, I don't like the record scratch. I wish he would just come out to know music. But I also thought he ditched the hoodie, which I like. I like him in the jacket. I like the flamingo shirt. I like that his hair was super groomed. And it was Great just, look. Yeah. I thought it was, a, I think it's a really sweet zone for him. He needs to win. They could easily make the Jinder Mahal problem, uh, like flaw here where his whole title reign, he was a monster, but he just lost. He just lost. He cheated to win. Here it's like Ziggler coming out and saying, like, you don't appreciate me and I'm this good. No one, this is a direct quote, no one does what I do in this ring. No one can do it. No one's on my level. Let him, let those words matter. Let him be that. When CM Punk was like, I'm the best in the world, he was the champion. He was the best in the world. He was holding the belt for the longest reign ever. You know, like, uh, this is a guy who will get over. He's got over on social media. I mean, he's, he's just over. So I don't know, uh, you know, and like, how many years do we got left of him? He could work. Mm, I don't know. To me, it just seems like a no brainer. You got two belts here. Like, I mean, you got two shows. There's room for Ziggler. Anyway. Obviously, I'm biased there, but I think this is a really sweet spot for him. I hope that he can have a nice uh, title run
1: with that. I wonder if he. I wonder if he's. Eh, well, we'll see what happens. I pretty much said everything. Um, well, I mean, the best thing about him leaving the belt is the unpredictableness of it. You don't. You don't know what's going to happen, and that. That's what makes this whole this. Uh, you know, I legit. Yeah, we had great. Yeah, we literally don't know what he's going
0: to. Uh, what is going to happen with it? Anyway, so the triple threat. The triple threat match at Royal Rumble for the Universal Championship is Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Versus. Braun Strowman. Versus Kane. 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 <laughs> Kane. The big red machine. No, versus Kane, versus Kane, Kane, you mean Undertaker's brother? <laughs> all right, look, Kane. Uh, all right, we were pretty hard on him earlier. Maybe I'll tone it down this time or maybe I won't. But actually, this is, it's just all right. There's two things here. First thing is, like, I don't understand how they want to. They think we want to see Kane in the, in the title match at. Royal Rumble, which, by the way, is a match that has become, like, a pretty big match. The title matches, the, right, like, the, <laughs> some of the best matches, title matches, I remember being at Rumble. You had, last year, AJ Styles uh <laughs> versus Cena. You had, the year before that, I believe, was Cena versus Brock versus Rollins, I believe, and that match was, like, one of the best matches I remember. I mean, I might be having the years wrong here, but I just... I've always loved how I'm excited for just the rumble match. And like, then there's a title match that really blows me away and almost steals the show. I think both of those times that almost happened. That's exciting. This time. I just am less excited because Kane's in there and you know, he's not going to win. But that being said, they seem to have a formula for success with Lesnar, which is the three to four, the, you know, the triple threat of the Fatal 4-Way seems to work really well. Well, The SummerSlam match was a big hit. The match I mentioned with Rollins was a big hit. Uh, when, you, when you have that thing where Lesnar seems like he's dead, they all team up on him, throw him through a table, and he's gone. And then when he pops back up, it, it's, it's, it's formulaically uh, proven. Yeah. So that is good. And also, the cool thing, so that match will probably be good because Kane's not going to win, and he's just a big threat in there. So in that way, I think it's a, kind of a good use of Kane. Whereas a bad use of Kane is putting him in the Rumble again. I don't really need Kane in the Rumble to what, like pretend to be a threat. I mean, how many times are we going to pretend that Kane's gonna has a chance of winning these Rumbles? He's not going to win, and I guess he's a threat because he eliminates a lot of people. But at this point, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Wasted thirty thirty people's not that many for both shows. It's not that many. Plus, anyone who comes from NXT and any surprise entrance, I need Doink the Clown. I need Dink the Clown. I need all the goof entrance. Um, um, Yeah, so it's like I I don't know. Kane is kind of a wasted spot. I look. Say what you will. Last year, I did not know who was going to win that Royal Rumble. Uh, the year before, you knew it was going to be Triple H. This time, I did not know. Uh, and it was Randy Orton, which was shocking. Randy Orton kind of came out of nowhere, if you will. Did you see what I did there? Out of nowhere? That's, like, his thing, you know? So that was, like, really funny. Was that in the secret recording also? The answer was no. The answer was no. That was no. just as fun... I was Our I was that incredible as joke I just made. That was incredible. But I know uh uh yeah but but uh yeah this year I like I want more uh opportunities for who is going to win. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're thinking with Kane. Uh, uh yeah, I don't know how long it will go. We will see. So, let's get into the Shane, Daniel Bryan stuff. So, Clash of Champions, Daniel Bryan and 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 Shane McMahon got into uh I want to say like a uh it was like almost a uh a moral. It was like a moral moral referee battle. That was a really kind of cool, like convoluted... It was like two, two refs in that match, and it was a tag match that had like some big stakes in it. Um, and then you also had like Shinsuke and Orton, who are like two, you know, they're two... They're just like two top guys. They're not a tag team or anything. And they're going against, I guess, the tag team of... Shane and uh, of Sammy and Kevin Owens, which is, you know, I mean, I'm just saying we know like Sammy Zayn's not proven at all on that level. It's not a fair, it's technically like, you know, you go power rankings wise, it's not a fair matchup to begin with. So, you know, Shane does uh, uh, come off as a heel in this scenario. I was excited to see the shit hit the fan here. I was like, what's, where's, what's Daniel Bryan's angle? Seems like they've delayed it. I mean, they opened up raw oh and I just remembered something I said in the last thing but anyway they opened up Smackdown in a way where I was like this is like 10 minutes of just filler Daniel Bryan didn't choose an angle I was like oh he's gonna like they're gonna have some like real moral argument there and it was like I don't know I kind of got bored of it I was really expecting like some passions of fire in there and I know Daniel Bryan can bring it I'm questioning if Shane has like the ability to have fire on the microphone uh yeah, Sonny. Anyway, I was really excited for that fallout. And then I felt like it really, it like it it fell flat when I turned on SmackDown. Uh, that being said, I want to point something out, and this also goes back to the Women's Rumble uh, uh, thing that I mentioned on the secret secret recording. Uh, so, I noticed as a as a a, a theater man, if if you will. Um, they're, they're, If you watch the opening Daniel Bryan The production Daniel Bryan and, and, and Shane Are like Both cheating out The camera In a way that like They don't normally do In the ring During promos They're both like At 45 degree angles Like facing the camera Almost like They, they do do it backstage In backstage promos But in the ring and, and I also noticed I was like Ooh Maybe they got like A new director I don't know if anyone And it looked kind of awkward Because it doesn't really Look natural Uh, for staging, it's good for like plays. It makes sense for performing. But in this, it's kind of like you want to see two men or women at profile because it feels like more of a (laughs) more like heated. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. Then I also noticed when Stephanie came out to announce the women's rumble, uh, That all the women, all the reports were that the women didn't know it was going to happen. But it's really weird because they all were in perfect formation when she came out. Like, look, they're all like a perfect flock, a flying V
1: uh, around her. Is that that true? They, They said that they didn't know? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. And while I was watching, my natural instinct was to look at all of the girls and be like, and watch, I was watching their reactions in my head. I was like, oh, they all definitely know this. Let's see how good they (laughs) show the surprise. Right. Well, they probably told them, hey, guys, get in the flying V or whatever. You know, they definitely said that. I
0: mean, yeah, yeah, well, Emil- yeah, Emilio Estevez was in the house, and so he was giving the uh, Mighty Ducks calls. So he, you know, he's the director of Raw is Emilio Estevez. Um He tipped his hat, and I was like, Emilio! Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, this is what happens when you record the episode two times in a row. Uh, you go insane and start quoting Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> okay, what is he doing? Dennis, go check Dennis. He's out of control. My dog is out of control. He's like, "Oh man, you're recording this. <laughs> you're recording your wrestling podcast again." But anyway, all the women are lined up. But it's like if they were told to like line up and Steph's gonna come out, they probably figured it out, right? They probably were like, "Hey, what would she be announcing right now?" You know, I'm sure one of them was like, "Maybe we're getting a rumble." Uh, so I think they, again. The staging doesn't need to be perfect in a wrestling ring, you know? Just tell everyone as a general rule face to camera. But you are all like, I don't know. It was too presentational for me. Even for me, Don Juan Feeder. Okay. Uh, what was he doing? Okay. All right. Dog's out of control. Anyway, okay. Let's move it on. Two. All right. Oh, so Clash of Champions. Okay. So, oh, last point about the Randy Orton. Randy Orton, he's, I mean, I don't know if I remember, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week, but Randy Orton has like, he's, he's grown his hair out and he looks like he's 20 again. It's like unbelievable. How does he have that much? I can't believe he was shaving, voluntarily shaving his head for this long for just no reason. He has this almost, it looks like the same amount of hair as his evolution days. The evolution of Randy Orton is, to get younger, is Benjamin Buttoning. Um, anyway, um, you guys know I love Randy Orton. I was saying on the Facebook page uh, that I think Randy Orton is super hot. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, for a white hetero guy to, I mean, I don't know why I said white. I'm just used to calling out the fact that I'm white nowadays because uh, I'm woke as fuck. And, uh, but, uh, no, like, I... Uh, 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 it's weird, but I'm just like when I see Randy, I'm just like this guy is just so hot. I I I mean, uh, Butch, what do you think, Randy Orton?
1: You come back or what? Randy Orton is a fine man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give it an honest thing. No, 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 Randy Orton is a super handsome dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a good wrestler I kind of liked him with a no, no, shaved no. head Is he hot? Yes, he's hot he, Is Randy he, Orton hot? Randy Orton, keep your wives away from Randy Orton <laughs> He will ruin your marriage Or improve it if you're into that I Randy really Orton know. Listen guys, <laughs> Randy Orton is hot Okay, yeah. anyway um,
0: Okay, so I just anyway that, He looked dope Okay So Hideo Itami I just I want to mention his debut Um God, I can't help but feel like a little sad for Hideo Tommy. Well, like I remember when I was at the San Jose um, NXT show a couple of years back before Mania for that 31. He was so over. He did the go to sleep on uh, Tyler Breeze. And it was it was incredible. He was it, he, he was like the guy and he was in great shape. And uh, I know he got injured, and it's just like... I feel like he hasn't has, ne- has bounced back, and I feel like he should have. And it's kind of a bummer. He's in, like, horrible shape, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, anyway, it just and they put him on 205 live. He's gonna be in the cruiserweight division. It's I really I had big I I I, if you told me this was a Hideo is gonna end up, I I wouldn't even believe you. So that's kinda bummed. I hope I hope he gets back on track and I hope he does some steroids or something. Uh all right. He doesn't have to do steroids. Okay. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about Star Wars. That was our whole thing. (laughs) All right, guys. I'm not going to recreate the Star Wars thing, but we had this whole running Star Wars gag in the secret episode about how I posted on the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page that uh, (laughs) I posted, uh, hey, do you you guys want me to talk about Star Wars? And you all... Said no It was a unanimous Loud no I was being treated Like a troll Like someone who was Posting personalized uh, Labels for champagne Bottles Everyone said what What So I won't talk about Star Wars You know Even though I thought the movie Was pretty good And I have some thoughts And maybe it relates To wrestling But you guys Didn't want it You guys didn't Want to know about it Okay So that's fine All right no Star Wars. We've got to have a sound... We're going to add a sound... We were talking about adding a sound effect to the board. No Star Wars. If someone brings up Star Wars, they immediately get shut down. Uh, this part was really great on the first recording. Would you do great? It was... It was phenomenal. The force was with We talked about
1: midichlorians. We, uh, <laughs> we We did it. We really did it up. Uh, yeah. It, we did and it Somehow up. it all related to wrestling. It was actually tied in quite nicely. Yeah. Uh, so... That Yeah. And then what we did
0: what we did get into it, and I'll tell this story even though it doesn't relate here. It doesn't relate here, but in the other episode, we got to it really well. But let's talk about the Godfather story. We are talking about the WWE Hall of Fame, and I mentioned the Godfather, and then I brought this story that I can't believe I've never even told on here. But all right, so we're <laughs> in high school, I went to uh, – Knights of Columbus to meet some wrestlers and get eight by tens signed. Alright, Venus was there. Uh J- Jimmy Snickerfly was there. Uh uh, oh, Jimmy Snuka. So, yeah. Anyway, what did I say? I don't know. I'm delirious at this point. Uh, he was there, and so anyway, it was exactly like uh, the movie The Wrestler. Like all, they were all sitting there. Like some of them were on crutches. It was like it was. I remember, you were there with frame us. for frame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in our room is hanging a picture. If our room we grew up in, this, grew up in, it's a Polaroid. Yeah. Of the Godfather yeah. and you. It's me. Yeah. I was gonna ask, is it me or you? I no, it's it was you. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And me. I'm like really
0: young. He's, <laughs> all right. So he's in the picture. And we were there He was smoking a cigar But he was inside So he wasn't allowed to smoke it That photo's still up in our room By the way And uh Yeah And so Our, our friend Jason Shapiro Friend of the show He's been on the show He He was like Talking to the Godfather And he was going to Take a picture with him And he was like Oh man You got the cigar Like you should light it up And he's like Nah they won't let me Light it up in here He's like That's yeah, bullshit man You gotta light it up For the Godfather which went on to be his slogan the next week. It was on the back. We remember it was airbrushed on the back of his vest. And uh, we like went nuts. He, he, gave it, he gave it to him. and I, I, hey, That's how we remember it. And I'll have Shebs come on here and corroborate the story. It was one of the nuttiest things. Anyway, that Pretty story great. came up organically in the last episode. It did, it did. Okay. <laughs> in the secret episode. The secret episode. All right. So, uh... Yeah. Okay. So, what else do we want to get into? The yeah. episode got deleted. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, broken Hardy this week played. Uh, we ju- he played uh, chess with a goldfish, and I loved it. That's all I have to say about it.
1: <laughs> also, the tarp, big upgrade, big upgrade. They made it white, a little shiny. It's all I needed. I'm a l- I'm a lot more happy. Yeah. I'm really excited for
0: Matt Hardy to. I- I'm excited for it to break, but uh, and like Does I could complain. Wrestle? Uh no! Who cares? No one wants someone to, want to wrestle. He does wrestle when he wrestle. Yeah. Well, you, when you're deleted, it just means you are pinned by him. <laughs> Being deleted just means he pins you. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He does wrestle, but I could complain about the fact that they did like three weeks in a row just promos. But they're building it. It's going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see what what we get. Uh, all right. So. Let's get into we got uh what else do we got here? What else do I got here? We talked about Natalia quitting. I thought that was interesting. Um I, I liked how she was like crying and flipping out at the end of that match at Clash of Champions. I really um I really think that was, like, one of the most interesting things she's ever done. I was like, I wonder where they go with this. You know, I think some people, you know, Newman obviously was here. He was swamping it up, and he was saying all this negative shit. I had to pull him in on the the deleted episode. But uh, I think there's – I just feel like Natalia is a good wrestler. She fails to connect. She has, like, a a scattered gimmick. She has the derivative gimmick of being a heart, which is just not – it's just – It's simply not as good as being a flair for because Charlotte's a great wrestler and whatever. Rick's around and it just whatever. Let's just say it works better. You know, I'm not saying Rick's better than Bret Hart, whatever. Like it just it's just whatever. Uh, And clearly Charlotte's the it might just be as simple as that. Charlotte's better and Charlotte's the favorite one. So I think Natty, she she has like she she has like a cat ears, I guess she goes for the gimmick of being like a little crazy, I don't even know how to describe her, but they need to like give her like a mask, and like go full on with something, she needs some kind of drastic shift, and I think that's that's what I was responding to, is like, let's just experiment with Natalia, like, you got nothing to lose, she's already been a champion, is this gimmick like, if if they want to keep her around they gotta do something interesting with her and so I'm excited to see where that goes um, uh, Cool. All right, we got two cash ins. We're gonna get to these cash ins now, um, and then um, and then we're gonna give our Royal Rumble picks. I believe that's what we did in the last episode, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, yeah, cool. And uh, again, if you want, if you guys want the recording of the secret episode. I I'll give it to you if you want to be woken. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you will hear this version. Compare that version. Maybe maybe
1: you know maybe you like this one more than that one. I don't know. That one was better. Yeah, that one was better. That one was better. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. Yeah. Not that this one is subpar. I think that one was just. It was. It was marvelous. It was incredible. Incredible. I remember when we finished. I was like, you know, we're not
0: in studio. I was worried that we wouldn't have the same magic, and it really went well. You know, you guys know the Today D song tribute. This is essentially (laughs) that. This is this is not the this is not the greatest podcast episode in the world. This is just a tribute. To it,
1: wow! Yeah, that was, that was a really satisfying Tenacious D reference. That's right, <laughs> Tenacious D. You can remember the greatest podcast up in the world. Anyway. Fuck yeah! Okay,
0: so, so, all right, <laughs> all right. Here we go. First, oh, I got to bring the cash-ins up again. All right, first cash-in is from (laughs) Nick Tulo. Wait, so Tulo's cash-in is a question for Newman, (laughs) which is going to be a problem. We had Newman's answer. I remember his answer. You remember his answer? I think I do, yeah. (laughs) Okay, all right, so we'll play it. Actually, I think I remember all of it. Okay, we're going to play it right now. Okay. And you know what, Zig? We'll just play it through the speakers here, okay? (laughs) You don't even have to edit it in here. We're going to play it loud, and we'll see what it sounds like.
2: 9.47 p.m. Tuesday, Eastern Standard Time. Take 47. (laughs) Welcome to the most most musclerest of true podcasts in WWE history. Welcome to Cow TV. Gabba Gabba Terrible. Fucking too low. I'm back, bitches. It's been two weeks. New man. What's up, buddy? No, I know. You fucking hate me. Go the fuck home. Whatever, yeah. I got you. Listen, I'm, uh... Oh, shit. i 40 seconds in. Okay, I gotta hurry up. Uh, Women's Royal, uh, Royal Rumble. Everybody's probably cashing in. Newman, I want to give you a scenario. Marry, fuck, kill outcomes for the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, Ronda Rousey shows up and she smells what the Rossi is cooking and uh, wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, second scenario, Stephanie McMahon enters as the 30th person to steal the spotlight like her husband always does and uh, and wins the Royal Rumble. Third one is a double elimination scenario where fucking Asuka and Rousey both eliminate each other at the same time, and uh, they each get a title shot at Mania. Talk to me. Love you. Kisses.
1: Okay, that was two lost cash in. Newman was here and answered. Do you remember what his answer was? I remember what his answer was. I remember his first thing he said is he was uh, he thought you were getting close to the swamp yeah. because he thought you were asking fuck Mary Kill like the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. was like, and he's like, that's dirty territory. And then the right. question he's, went otherwise. He threatened to add you to the swamp. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And then he ended up saying it was the third one, the double elimination. Of Oscar and Rousey. Okay, great. <laughs> okay,
0: good. I'm glad you remembered. That. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Hey, good. Now. hey. Now. All right. Who's ready for the next cash in? All right. I gotta f- sign into the right account to do this. I mean, God, what a day. What a day. All right. Ready? Okay. Here we go. Second cash in from Justin in Orange County. Here it is.
1: Hey guys, it's Justin from Orange County. So I've been watching some old like Southern wrestling shit and that uh, me thinking. So they have a lot of these hair matches where it's, you know, guy versus another guy, whoever loses gets their head shaved. Now, if you could have a modern day hair match, would you wanna see it where it's somebody gets their head shaved? Or would you wanna see it more like Ron Strowman versus Bray Wyatt, loser loses their beard? Cause I mean, I think either of those guys, it would be pretty sick. So, so who who would you
2: have put in that match?
1: Alright,
0: that's it. Okay. Alright. All right. Interesting question. I like this kind of, this is a good way to cash in. I like this. Ask us hypotheticals. It's fun. Expand it beyond just uh topical stuff. Maybe pick our brain. I think it's cool. Gabba wee. Gabba. Gabba wee. Uh I would say, uh all right, well, the thing I brought up last time about this was uh I don't have—I've never had a beard that I felt sacred enough close to my hair, you know, where I felt like if I shave it, my identity is lost. But I do know that men use beards to hide their disgusting faces. Uh, and so uh, I imagine there there definitely are men in the WWE that have beards uh, that— uh, men that have beards that like when they lose them, it's, it's, it's a big deal. So like that would be like Bray Wyatt, his beard's a big deal. Eric Rowan, Luke Hart, any of the Wyatts. As a matter of fact, my answer was the Wyatts, like their beard is their identity. So I said it'd be really cool if they had a if they had like a a, a a match where it was like the loser leaves the Wyatts and at the end of the match they shave their beard off like you know like you're just like you're out of the
1: Wyatts then they like immediately shave it off. I think that could be really cool. I I can't think of anyone with long hair that would be so attached to it that they wouldn't do it. I don't know Rollins and Ziggler maybe. But like, I don't think they would care. If they Ziggler's cut their hair, hair is off. yeah, like Ziggler's hair is awesome, but. The dude's so handsome. He, it doesn't you know, matter. Either of them, he them they just need cut it. their hair off. Like, it, they'd be fine. Like, yeah, Ron's would look fine. I mean... But I had long hair, like, yeah. as long as theirs, maybe a little longer. Yeah. And, like, it was a big deal to me to cut it off. It took me, like, months of, like, being like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, and then I eventually just did. How long How long did you take to grow your hair as long as it was? How long did that take? I mean, I, it's it's hard, it's hard for me to really say because I had long hair... Different variations before I went that long. Yeah, for like over a decade, and then I just decided yeah. to go like full man bun length. You, you had it down to how far? Like your nipples? It was it was down past a little past my a little past my shoulders. So, and how long did that take to grow? Like two years. It took it took about a year, but I had already I was already at like right. a, a middle long length. Cause, all right, so when you shave your head as a wrestler, like Rollins or something, when you
0: shave it, you're basically saying like I will not have long hair for like
1: a year and a half again. Yeah, it right? brings it brings real stakes to the to a scripted sport that is very. In- but beards grow faster, right? Yeah, but you know, it takes a long time to grow a beard like the Wyatt's and Braun Strowman. Which, by the way, Justin, I think that I think that was a perfect choice. That's I think that I like that matchup.
0: Yeah, I, I think Strowman's not as defined by his beard as we think. He has a beard, but I think it's
1: like his size. Like he'd be fine. He'd be fine. But, but Bray Wyatt's beard is like his deal. He'd be fine. It's not as attached to his identity, but. You, Personally, I think he's that's a that's a serious beard. He's definitely attached to it. I think the I more, know guys. With I think like
0: the that. more interesting thing to do is the reverse. Like you do a thing where it's like Vince McMahon versus Bray Wyatt. Loser, if 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 Bray Wyatt loses, he has to shave his beard and he has to keep shaving for his for a full year every single day. And if Vince loses, Vince has to. Not shaved for a full year, knocked up style. <laughs> so that way, that way, you know, he's got to, and like you could see, it's like messing with his business. Like, he, like he's messing up, he's messing up his business stuff because he's not on point with a yeah, yeah. shaved face. You know, he doesn't have his white or, collarness.
1: Or, or we take this a step further. We hang one clipper up above the ring with one ladder and the, the winner you win the match by shaving the other person's beard off <laughs> i mean that would be <laughs> that would be it would
0: cross some kind of line all right, anyway definitely yeah no i like that question you said uh uh who would i put in that match <laughs> told you bray wyatt versus big man loser has to either shave or grow it out uh <laughs> that's that's what i would do uh all right cool hey guys Thanks. Thanks for listening to the recreation of the secret episode of this episode. Hope that we fit everything in. Did I forget anything that was a big thing uh, that, oh, so we had some killer content in the other one. A lot of Star Wars stuff is not in this. Uh, I think I hit on, I definitely hit on most of this stuff. Um, yeah, cool. Um, so last thing is uh, you'll have to be Newman for this. I said, hey, just for fun, because we're getting close to the Rumble. I'm getting so excited. I'm feeling the tingles of the road to mania. I'm feeling the tingles. I'm thinking about New Orleans. I'm closing my eyes. I'm thinking about drinking a hurricane down on Bourbon Street, you know? Ooh, love it. Uh, who do you think wins Who do you think wins the Royal Rumble,
1: Alex Newman? The woman's Rumble and the man's Rumble. Uh, I'm, I don't, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember what he chose? Yeah. Paige? He chose Paige? Oh, okay. And he Finn ch- Balor. That's right, Paige and Finn Balor. <laughs> okay. You had it, so you're you spoke for you spoke for me. Yeah, you know? yeah. Okay, and then who did you choose, Butch? I chose Sasha Banks Yeah, and Seth Rollins. Yeah. And I chose
0: Paige, because I already had said that early in the episode, and I said that early in this episode. And then I also chose Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. And my logic was, I know Seth Rollins is not the right... is not what's going to happen because he's in the Shield and they're going to do something related to the Shield, if not even the Shield three-way match. It's a waste of Rollins. But to me, I'm like, he's so dormant right now. It's just like... I love the fact that, the, uh, as, like I said, last year, Randy Orton won. That was a surprise. Even though it's Randy Orton, I guess it's not really. But, like, it, it was a surprise. Let's be real. Like, it wasn't really a satisfying one. But I'm like, if Rollins wins, it's like, oh, Rollins is, is, like, back. And what if Rollins wins in a way where he, like, screws over Dean and he goes a heel in that moment? I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I just miss Rollins. And I'm worried he's going to get hurt again before we get to see good Rollins. Anyway, I Finn's agree. also a good choice, Finn Balor. I mean I won't be as excited I'm not really that Much of a Finn guy but that's personal I think He's still a good choice Shinsuke is A great choice um I just think they gotta choose someone exciting. They can't have Roman Reigns win this rumble. And now I know it sounds like they're not gonna do that. Your butt brains telling you not they're not gonna do that. They could very well do it. It's back in Philly, and they might just be like, you know what? We're doing it again just to prove that it was right the first time, or maybe just to get the reaction. You really don't know. I hope they don't do that. I hope they choose something that we we are desperate for a good rumble. We really haven't had like a real satisfying rumble. I wanna see a rumble where it's a surprise. Prize win and it's someone everyone's excited to see win. Um uh, yeah, or maybe it's not someone I want to win, but it's someone I'm just surprised by, but it's not Baron Corbett. Uh yeah. Uh I just I, I'd like to know, you know, like I said, Kane's not in there. Like, let's, you know, let's see. Maybe I want I want to feel like, oh, Samoa Joe could do it, or you know, someone who would make everyone excited. Uh yeah. Especially if they're gonna go Reigns Lesnar, they don't. Those guys don't need to win. You know, Reigns doesn't need to win the Rumble to get that match. He'll win the Elimination Chamber anyway. All right, hey guys, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, we re-recorded because uh, wrestling doesn't take off, and neither do we. That's right. Right. Happy holiday. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses.